take risks in life. Stop complaining and be honest with yourself. But Don was like, this, this could be a company and people like this product so much, it sells itself. That's the recipe for success. Choose your race sensibly, spend your time consciously, and more importantly, choose your direction. For this episode, I sat down with Aiden and Daniel, two people whose mindsets I really admire and resonate with. Aiden and Daniel are also the founders of Repo Supplements, a fitness nutrition company that specializes in the creation of pre-workout, something that a lot of gym goers and trainers take to optimize their physical output. The topics we talked about ranged from the creation of their company to the sheer difficulty of trying to create something that has an impact in the world. This episode is one that I know a lot of people would enjoy listening to. So, without any further hesitation, welcome to the Longevity Podcast. Are you listening? guys have a whole online supplement company how did that happen there was uh you know it would, all would have started probably about uh, roughly two years ago now there was a summer summer 22 tw- summer, summer 22. 22 yeah and so at that time we were very big into the gym um me specifically too uh, aiden was doing his own thing at the time in gainesville we weren't business partners yet at the time yeah. but we're very close friends uh always kept up with each other but Back in Marco Island, we started making our own pre-workouts. So other than everything that's out there on the market, what, what's pre-made is what a lot of people may not know is you can actually order the individual ingredients on Amazon from like bulk supplements, pretty much anything you can find on Amazon. And you can, if you dose it properly with a scale, you can make your own pre-workout. Mm. Um, the only caveat we had with that is we didn't flavor it properly. So it tasted horrible how did it taste just like plain it so if you've ever had if you've ever (laughs) had like l-citrulline or beta alanine or caffeine Mm. mixed into water it's the most bitter horrid (laughs) stank (laughs) like it is it's like you're drinking poison because all all these supplements that you have on the market they have flavor houses that specifically it's their job to design certain bitter blockers mm. certain sweeteners it's all it's all a lot of flavor chemistry so that's why these things come out tasting so good without that flavor you're just going to get a, a mix of just yeah you, you know i think it's it's it would be shocking for you to taste what it what the raw ingredients taste like and then the flavored version you'd be like how is this possible it's almost like magic it is because it literally is crazy recently there's a little side point but recently we learned that you can have ip on your flavors so the flavor houses they get this is how it works they get your base so the base ingredients that we have the custom formula we came up with for performance purposes okay now we need to get it flavored so we have our manufacturer ship out the base to what's called a flavor house and they depending on what criteria we give them the flavor, we usually like to give them creative control and it's worked um, good for us so far. Yeah. But they take that those base ingredients and then they mess around with different flavors. You know, they have analytics of what's good in the market. They can base it off of other pre-workouts and then make it a little bit different. And you can have your, once, once that's all said and done, you can have your IP 
on the flavor. So that flavor is like a, a trade secret to your company. Yours. Yeah. It's, it's yours. yours. So yeah. you can go back to any other flavor house and be like, yeah. we want this we want exact this. flavor. It's, you know, two parts this, one part this. this is, they have the whole breakdown. Mm. Um, so that's something we learned yeah. recently. Do you need patents for that? You don't you need don't. a patent, no, uh, because it it's not something that anyone's going to be able to replicate just from your product being out there. They can get close, but they won't be able to get the exact match. It would be very difficult. Mm -hmm. So in and of itself, it's almost like a patent. Yeah, it's a trade secret. So for example, like Coca-Cola or KFC or Chick-fil-A, like, you know what ingredients are in their stuff, yes. but they have certain, you know correct dosages and how to make it and uh, that's a trade secret so mm. they are gonna know yeah they have to put it they have to disclaim like every everyone can see what's in our pre-workout yeah um but to get that exact flavor and make it taste like ours that's very hard that's very specific yeah. to you yeah. To, yeah. You, to your company to our flavors yeah, yeah exactly. most companies a lot of other companies do that as well so they'll have their 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 flavor ip okay. so essentially like a code that that because if we changed like the caffeine up, the citrulline content, this and that, that same IP would have it tasting completely different. It could be more bitter, it could be more sweet. It wouldn't taste the same if you switched the the base ingredients up. But that's a little tangent off of the rest. So, where were we? so you had started creating your own pre workout. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were no flavors though. No flavors. <laughs> yeah, well, a whole there lot was of flavor. There, yeah. there was flavor. There was so we we I mean we tried it once we c could not do it without <laughs> any flavor so what we did was we put the raw ingredients we measured them out uh the exact dosage that we would do per scoop so to speak after we mixed it all and got all the ratios together and and the dosages properly put in and so we would put it in a blender bottle as in any normal pre-workout, but then we would squirt like Mio in there or like the other little, uh, the drink mixers. Like, I can't oh, remember. Wow. Pedialyte or like yeah. not Pedialyte. Uh, the electrolyte. Uh, uh, yeah, what's yeah, it called? Yeah. Uh, Hydration. Crystal light. Yeah, crystal yeah. Light. We did it with that too. <laughs> Just and, to add flavor. Yeah. And it was, it was horrible with it still. It, but yeah. it was, it was, it was just not horrible enough to where you could take it down without like wanting to throw up. But what we noticed is we, we got past the flavor and just after we'd muscle it down, we would have the most killer workouts ever. I mean, the formula was everything we'd anticipated it to be. Yeah. Uh, based on what we knew about ingredients and what other ones we've taken, we're like, this is genius. We need always, we need always be making our own formula. Like, I don't... I'm surprised more people don't do this. And so we were taking it for a period of like a few weeks. And then we had a few of our gym bros try it and they're like, dude, this tastes like crap. But like they had great workouts on it. Everybody loved the formula after they took it. They were like, I just hit a PR, whatever, what, you know, mm -hmm. people were doing crazy things. And we're like, you know, it dawned on us like this, this could be a company that people like this product so much. It sells itself tastes horrible people like wanted it the people are like i don't care about the taste i, I, I really just want the formula we ended up actually we ended up selling tubs of the like unflavored uh formula before we no actually way. flavored it you gotta hustle man you gotta yeah. hustle so was there a defining moment where you were like yes what? yeah like, it was yo, we were at we the could... gym yep we were posing in the mirror after an insane workout as one does yep exactly <laughs> checking your style out because why else are you going um and we were posing in the mirror after a fantastic workout we're just like man this formula is so good people would probably buy it people would probably buy it if this was a formula we're like why not 
I mean, why not make it a formula? I was scratching my head. How would you even do that? How do you make a formula? How do you make a company, a pre-workout company? And then here we are. From that point, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it took research, took some digging, uh, took some finagling, yeah, so to speak. Because the most important thing is people don't know about this stuff is not just the logistics of forming an LLC and getting all all of that in order, but it's the supplier. You need to that's have the gold, that's the golden ticket. Golden right ticket, there. golden goose. We got pretty lucky actually with ours. Ever since then, it was a process of getting money together. It was halted for a while, but we we knew we wanted to do something. And then I brought. And so in the meantime, so when this whole process was going on, I was a little bit aware of it because Daniel yeah. would film me and he'd be like, "Oh, you know, we're making some pre workouts. Yeah, we we're mixing around like on yeah. Facetime calls." I'm like, "Okay, you know, like that's really cool. Like I take pre workout, but I don't really think too much of it until." The day, I think it was September 22nd, 2022, we passed our real estate license exam on the same day. Congrats. And I give him a call. We're hype. We thought it was going to be harder. (laughs) Shout out Tony Mesa, real estate school. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Good guy. So then he's like, oh, yeah, dude. And I'm doing this. And I'm thinking about doing like a supplement company actually too. And I'm like, like, what? what are you talking about and he's like yeah yeah we got this like pre-workout it's like really good and like we just got in contact with a supplier and, and i'm like dude like i want to do this too like how could i could i buy in like i have yeah. connections in this industry I, I love supplements like i love working out like let's do this we always knew when we were younger we wanted some form of business we wanted some mm-hmm. form of company we were entrepreneurial the first venture we did together failed because how old were you guys then so we were in like seventh grade we okay. ordered <laughs> this is when fidget spinners <laughs> yes, were yeah. We ordered like these pimp fidget spinners, like these gold fidget spinners from like AliExpress for like two dollars. Yeah, for like two dollars. And people are paying for these basic fidget spinners. They're already paying like 10, 15 bucks. We were going to sell these for like 25 or 30 bucks. We already had like 25 people that were like, I'm buying this. Like, I'm buying this. Yeah. And so. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Getting lost in the mail. They never came in. They never came. And we, as you said, the most important part is the supplier. Yeah, I mean, if you don't get your product, it's uh, it's not nothing's gonna happen. So that was our first little venture that failed. But we knew we wanted to do something entrepreneurial, and I felt like this was. I would always journal and I'd always say like how am I going to achieve my goals in lifetime financial location freedom helping the world become a better place something pertaining to health wellness and then. That I, I had to jump on this opportunity because it was yeah. like everything I wanted. Yeah. Um, so get in. Um, we're talking. File. You know, form the partnership. Form the LLC. Get all the basic stuff. Um, running. Everything's sounding good. Everything. You know, everyone's hype. Everyone's speaking, saying the right words. Everyone's excited to get this going. And then the order. The order's been placed. Order. You know. And I would say for the first about what was it was it about a month and a half before a month to a month and a half before we actually got the tubs and so that month of a half consisted of okay i'm figuring out how to build Wix, i'm figuring out shopify i'm figuring out llc yeah. partnership all the details you need to kind of get in order keeping track of the Operating books everything is learning yeah. everything is a learning experience yeah. and i'm i'm working <laughs> i'm working my tail off like i'm i'm back in gainesville so anyways i got in on it um and I'm just working my tail off. Like, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. And one of the guys we were working with, he, uh, we don't know. He's, he's 
talking the talk, like we're liking everything we hear, but as time goes on, we see that me and and Daniel and I are carrying the weight mm-hmm. of these operations and doing everything in our um, ability to try and grow this business and get it off the ground. And it's hard for us to get in communication with him. So I'll give you the fast, so we get everything and the infrastructure, we do a launch, we finally get the product. And then for about eight, nine months, we were essentially the operations of Rebel Supplements. It was existing, um, but they were halted. They were halted because we went through the hardest thing to learn in business, I'd say, is you got to know who you're getting into bed with, so to say. We went through a business divorce and we weren't seeing eye to eye and we weren't it boiled down to like we had different vision for the company and we wanted to do different things and we were willing to put in the work for it so it just didn't end up working out but we had our inventory housed in the midwest and we're both in florida so you can imagine how hard it would be to actually finally split yeah. it took around eight to eleven months to actually finally split and officially file all that paperwork and get that done with Mm. And then from about July, mm-hmm. July 2023, um, up until now, um, Dan and I, pretty much Rebel's main existence yes. and scaling and growing happened since the summer. And yeah. since then, moving tubs, we got our new order. We're already talking in about stores. a new order. And yeah, getting yeah. in stores, building a nice little team. I'm just really building the brand, doing everything on the side of social media, website, connections and just trying to learn as much as we can and a lot of it is trial and error but that's kind of like the reader's digest of the history of rebel supplements that's a very i mean that's a very interesting story it almost reminds me of how every every successful story starts with an uncertainty yeah you both of you are young i mean you're you guys aren't chemistry majors but you're mixing up recipes that you got from online and you're making these the supplements that you're using and you're seeing good results from, there is uncertainty with that. And there's a big health risk with that. Mm-hmm. But you guys took it regardless. And so you have this progression of something that you guys did yourselves and you start sharing it with other people. They start seeing the same results as you did and you find a business opportunity with that. And you guys kind of progress from there. But one thing that's interesting is you had mentioned you journaled about this. You had journaled about the goals that you wanted to achieve right. and you had tied that into the business as well it's funny because i was actually looking back on my old journals i need to start journaling more but i was looking back at my old journals and one of the one of the ways i structure a lot of my stuff is i'll have my end goals like what i want out of life mm-hmm. and i'll break it down into like um milestones and then daily activities to get me to this destination yes. and it was so funny i was laughing i was looking back it was always like llc slash business like own a business time financial location freedom like entrepreneurship it was like the hot word it was like i wanted it so bad but i didn't know what to do (laughs) so and yeah i want to piggyback off what you're saying and i want to piggyback off what you said as well there was a a business opportunity to execute and we've executed it and i think to anyone listening to this i think that it's not just you know sure there isn't a there's an aspect of um, time and place and a, and a certain amount of luck but I think there's business opportunities all around us mm-hmm. but it really is just going to come down to the person and how motivated you are and what do you want out of this life to in order to see those because it's like 
if I tell you all of a sudden, don't look at red cars when you're driving, you're gonna be looking at red cars all over. They're gonna, mm. just gonna be the only thing popping out to you. Yeah. So if you've got that vision, that business mindset, you're gonna think of anything. Someone hands you a card or a flyer, you're gonna start mm. thinking business automatically. And I think... Um, and once you get started on that, the, yeah. another trap is once you start recognizing the opportunities, you have to stick to the one you committed to because Precisely. there's so many yeah. things there's you so want to branch options. off. But really, um, I'd say we get a lot of our motivation and who we actually listen to. You talk about influencers and people on social media. Really, when it comes to business, Alex Hormozzi, mm. he has a podcast, he has a lot of forms of media. He, no BS approach to just true facts about entrepreneurship and owning a business and everything, you know, like people are like, oh, you own a business? You know, that's sick. It, it, and it is sick. That's why we do it because we, we see the bigger picture here. But if I told you what our days to day look like, day to day looks like, it's a grind, especially being in school as yeah. well, doing that. Like it's constant problem solving. It's constant trying to remove constraints to grow the business, trying to figure out the best ways to delegate time. Um, it's, Sometimes most of the days, some most of the days you feel like you're just banging your head against the wall, and you're like, "How do we do this? Why can't we get into contact with them? Why won't they mm -hmm. take our stuff? What's the, mm -hmm. what's the deal?" It's not, it's not glorious at all, at all. but I think that's what makes it so much more worth it yes. in the end. It's hard, you know. That if if you were born into, if your parents were billionaires and you didn't have to work a single day in your life, I think that would be a pretty depressing experience you know there's people out there who would probably be listening to this being like well i would love to i wouldn't have to do anything and i'd have to if you are i think part of human nature is that that uh reward process yes. of trying to achieve your dreams and your goals and it's yeah. really shifting the mindset to fall in love with the journey and the process has been extremely helpful you know, having those intentions of huge, huge dreams coming true, but just accepting that it's going to be day by day, doing as much as you can each day, mm -hmm. trying to remove constraints, and just staying focused because it's so easy to get distracted, especially in our day and age, um, but staying focused on the task at hand and especially where you want to get. Mm -hmm. Because we've already talked about different, you know, different things we could branch and we can completely switch it up and we could go into real estate and Airbnb. Like, but we have to focus. We have to focus. We have to focus. Yeah. And it's, it's and usually those conversations happen when you're, when you have a lot of those hard days when you're just like, you know, you don't really see stuff moving. Yeah. And every, I'm going on a little rant here, but I'm going to keep going. But everyone thinks that a business that becomes successful, most businesses fail. And then for the businesses that do succeed and seem like quote unquote overnight successes, they really haven't seen those 20 plus years of just grind. And then one day, one day they, they're finally, they're big, they're scaling, everyone knows what it is everyone and it's glorious. It everyone wants that result, but no one wants to actually do what's necessary. People fall in love with the end product. Correct. Yeah, and I think I think I want to piggyback off what you're talking about with the journey no getting there. Piggybacking off me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Piggyback off something I we'll thought of in my head. <laughs> but yeah, the the journey because so that's something that's that's not you know the, what does that even really mean? Because for a lot of people, like yeah, they can understand like hard work results, right? Everyone can. That's a basic thing everyone can understand. But I think that. The big problem here is actually doing that work and finding like finding it within yourself that you, like, you're comfortable doing that work and you're you're enjoying the journey like Aiden said because what a lot of people are is 
for any human being, I think it's innate for humans to be progressing in at least something. Because if you're not, then serious psychological problems will arise if you're not progressing in something. And it has to be something. But I think nowadays, instead, a lot of people are progressing in the wrong avenues as opposed to something like business. Like maybe it's somebody is so good at playing this video game and they're getting better and better mm. each day and it's just consuming their life and then people ask them well it's like you don't don't you have any big aspirations you're just showing that video game all day he's like no i don't I really care i don't care about money i don't care about any of that and why would they when they've got this video game that they're playing that they're progressing in so long as that video game exists they're comfortable there sitting in their chair because they're still tapping into that innate desire for you to progress mm. but like virtually and it's not real and it's very hard if you get into the addiction of it it's very hard for you to your mind to separate between those two things and i think it's not just that it could be social media there's a whole variety of when you talk about progression and i don't think like i just want to preface and say that the, the harsh reality is it might not be harsh for many people but not everyone can be a business owner or entrepreneur i don't say that to float my own boat um, but I know it's something I've always wanted. And if everyone was an entrepreneur and business owner, where would the employees be? Like employees are crucial to any business operations. Mm. And when Daniel's talking about people are focused on progression of the wrong things, I don't want anyone to think like he's talking about like someone's working a, a nine to five or yeah. being a, a hardworking employee or working on something to benefit their fitness and health and in those other aspects we're just talking about relative to our position as entrepreneurs versus being hooked on video games and junk food yeah. and just doing stuff that ultimately detriment is detrimental to, to your health to your and your progression physical and mental health and your progression yeah so um i just want to clarify that yeah yeah and that's the 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 short-term gratification that short-term yeah. versus long-term gratification right. there I know that's something that you, as business owners, that's definitely something that oh, you have to I've never thought. put into exercise. <laughs> I understood delayed gratification, but there has to be another word. So there's here's instant gratification, here's delayed gratification, and here's being an entrepreneur with big goals. It's like all the way out there. It's like you're not even worried about. There's there's no the gratification comes in the the little wins and fixing yes. the little problems and yes, it, it yes, all yes. results it all falls back to falling in love with that journey and that yeah, process yeah, yeah. so if you can seek enjoyment and excitement out of those wins and you can rewire how you think then i think it's it's i think the main reason why businesses fail or people fail is because they quit mm-hmm. i think it's just a metric success is a metric of doing the hard work doing it as being as productive and doing it for as long as you can and never quitting so it's just a metric of volume because you're gonna learn even if you're doing the wrong things and it's not working you do that for x amount of time you're gonna understand what the right thing is to do and you do the right thing and you keep doing the right thing and you don't quit and over a long enough time horizon you will succeed in what you're doing it might take some people one year very rare it might take some people five years 10 years but even you know 20 years it's it's about the time horizon it's about working hard it's about not quitting because i i personally one of the i've drank the kool-aid i don't think i can fail if i don't give up and that's the mindset i've adopted yeah and 
Yeah, it's that not quitting even though you feel like the weight of the entire world is coming down on you and nothing is going your way. You got to adopt a mindset of like, you will be the unluckiest person doing whatever it is that you're trying to do. Mm. And so you got to act like, like it's going to be that, like you're going to have the worst luck out of anyone ever to go into that field. Anything else is a bonus. Yeah, right? if, if you accept that, then you're then, good. Then you're it's... Good. Yeah. No matter what comes your way, uh-huh. yeah. it will not be a surprise because of course, because no. the world doesn't, the world doesn't owe you that. anything. You, you shook yeah. your own hand, you looked yourself in the mirror, and you, mm-hmm. you understand that, that yeah, you know, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, because look, you know, um, supplier sent out half the t- inventory, right? All right, that sucks, but at least you didn't get unlucky enough for your LLC to not go through or something like yeah. that. There's always something you can take. Right. We are still progressing, and... You know, if you're expecting to be the unluckiest person ever, then literally anything else is a bonus. One thing you talk about that I really admired was the fact that you guys learned as you went along. Oh, there's no other way. We were just talking about this Dead the other, other day. day yeah. We yeah. had a conversation <laughs> with ourselves from when we first started. Yeah. Like where we would be now, we would probably already be like at least five times the size of we are. Oh, no question. Like, if we there. were like, listen, Go here, call this person. You want them to supply your tubs. You want this exact formula. You're going to want to go with this flavor. You want to get that. You're going to want to file here. You want to outreach here. Like, it's all a learning experience, especially yeah. since we're, I'm 21, he's 20. We're yeah. both, we're both yeah. young and every single, it, but it's, I mean, if you're not learning, you're, you're dying, you know, you're, you're stagnant yes. or worse. You're, we're yeah. looking back on it. It's like, okay, where are we going to be in five years? <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 crazy, but it's that's that's the journey. It's like, yeah, sure, it would be very convenient and mm. very easy for two future selves, versions of ourselves. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. Exactly for them to come and, and tell us exactly <laughs> what to do, but then, you know, the the rewarding aspect of of that would be a lot less. I think, yeah. and also, also, it just it. You don't gain that experience. There's certain things that you you, you have, have to learn to by undergoing. failing mm, yeah. and Precisely. running into the wall, even though there's a door open right next to you that you can't see because the lights are off, and then you turn yeah. the lights on, and you know, figuring out. It's all. I think the biggest aspects of entrepreneurship, like, it's just constant problem solving. It's mm. eliminating. It's not. Yeah, you have to have that big vision, but then you put that to the side, yeah. and it's removing all the possible constraints that will stop you from getting to that end goal. Mm. It's all about removing constraints and making the business run smoother and have systems in place and processes. Um, And that's, we've been talking a lot about entrepreneurs and mindset in this. But I'm glad we got that out of the way because that's that's definitely the most important. Yeah, Mm. because it could, you know, what's on our shirt and what's in front of you right now, Rebel Mm. Supplements, our product, like it could have been something else. I'm really loving everything you guys are saying. And it's true. I mean, in the past, you had to learn from your mistakes. You learn as you go. And adopting the mindset of eliminating distractions. I mean, it's why this podcast exists today. It's why these products are in front of me today. I think one thing that is very common is that people start something. And like you told me the other day, they quit. (laughs) When I told you about my podcast, you're very enthusiastic about coming on. Even scheduling it was like, boom, boom, boom. What can we do? Like, this day works. This time works. Because we understand it. We understand it. It's we have a vision in mind. We, we want to take action. Mm-hmm. It's the reason all of us are here today. People start something and then 
they stop and they wonder yeah. why it's yeah. not happening people don't know anything and then they stop you guys didn't know anything let's be factual you guys didn't know anything Barely. but you learned as you mm-hmm. went it's not it's not i started a company and i don't know how to do this so but I'm, here's the I'm cool stuck. here's the cool thing about that if we were to everything with rebel collapse and we wanted to do another supplement company i think we could get there like that, like that. and yeah. just keep going like that um yep. that's the thing we have Absolutely. all these skills now relative to specifically supplement industry uh, we sure we can apply a lot of this stuff to other industries if we were to pivot but we'd have that knowledge we'd have that baseline um that baseline kind of we would know what to do um and i wanted especially about podcasts and i think it's like 99% of people that start a podcast don't get past like it's a ridiculous it's a ridiculous episode 3 yeah, yeah it's a it's a crazy statistic yeah because you know podcasts some don't even long, get up to 20 no yeah it, it's a long form of content but you're already in the top 1% of podcasters i think if you get past like 3 or 7 or Episodes. 20 episodes something like crazy but yeah it because people want that instant gratification they want to drop ship and make a video and cash out 10 bands overnight off of a drop shipping video but there's something it if you can play on a long enough time horizon and stay disciplined to your vision you can do anything it's very hard for people especially in our day and age to see that because everything is so instant hits of dopamine and gratitude and yeah. social media and seeing in comparison to people that have money and 20 year olds with Lambos and you don't know if they're rented, you don't know if they're their parents, they could be broke, they can be in crippling debt, they can be leveraging loans, you don't know that. Mm. But it's it will be interesting to see how a lot of stuff plays out um, in the future. But I really do like that you're doing the podcast and I gave, I gave the first like half of it a listen and I was like, oh yeah that's you know it sounds great yeah. you have good pace you know how to talk and it's Thank like you. that's cool i like seeing that i like other um entrepreneurs what you're doing is entrepreneurial it's an entrepreneurial venture and just think about this like close your eyes and envision for a second when we're in a penthouse <laughs> and rebel supplements is huge and you're on the on the leader of your top <laughs> charts of a podcast yeah. and we were what your second podcast yeah. and we we're just like oh, that's a yeah. lot of those people that are talking yeah. on these podcasts it's like their fifth or sixth time talking and then yes. they progressively level they go, up they go they even go. though they're in different industries different spaces but they're going because yeah. that core mindset and beliefs all that stuff is shared yes and you can so translate this thing. into every field mm-hmm. not just entrepreneurship but medicine i mean real estate every yeah. every single thing but you mentioned that you journaled. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, I journaled as well. Yeah. So this is very funny. The other day I was sitting, right? I was thinking about something that Melvin, who I featured in my first episode, right. had said. And it's something that both of you had actually mentioned. So I said, somebody who runs 10 miles in the wrong direction cannot win a one-mile race. At times, the distance traveled does not result to the displacement necessary for your success. However, the distance traveled is not wasted unless you decide it is. If you think you wasted your time, you did. And if you think you did not, you did not. Reality is what you decide it is. And although the race was not won, you have covered more territory than you would have if you had finished first. Choose your race sensibly, spend your time consciously, and more importantly, choose your direction wisely. All When you say that, uh, automatically in my mind, I had a graphic start. And I had two <laughs> <Yeah>. people <laughs> on a 
starting at the same point, yeah. you have the person that goes a mile in the mm-hmm. left direction and wins the race. Yeah. Everyone's celebrating. Then you have the person that's 10 miles in the wrong direction, mm-hmm. just completely out of existence. But eventually, he starts to go mm-hmm. and go and go. And now he's really accomplishing. Yes. You know, sometimes it takes getting pushed down or kicked or not knowing what to do, but you're still going to try and figure it out before mm-hmm. before you, you know, you make that comeback. Yeah. And now, now, even though you were doing the wrong things, I still don't think that will eliminate. If you if you kept constant, you'll have that momentum. Even if you were doing the wrong things, you have the momentum that stems from the persistence in doing it. Mm. And I think that will that yeah that ultimately leads to yeah yeah I think um I, I think another thing I wanted to touch on is. Even just all that aside, another hard part is the people that you're surrounded, you're surrounding yourselves with. Because this is arguably one of the most important things too because humans, we're a social species. We need we need social interaction. Like yeah. there, there are neurons in your brain that are activated uh for you to try and attain some sort of social interaction if you've been socially isolated for a long period of time so we know that that's consistent amongst us as humans and you know of course all that aside we all have people around us and it really it your true colors and your true discipline and persistence show when even the closest people around you are like what are you doing man like you're wasting your time like why and hopefully not everyone has those people and hopefully in an ideal situation you'd have those people that are like bro you're gonna make it there like you're gonna you're gonna be perfectly fine but the re- the harsh reality is most of everyone doesn't have those those type of yeah, people yeah and feel. even here's a little personal note on the matter of fact me and Daniel share a lot of friends um and a lot of these friends yeah they think what we're doing is cool and you know they'll tell us they want us to do great things but when we're launching a product you know there's the best way you can support an entrepreneur is buying their product not asking for free product it's doing what you can to support your boy even if you know the common excuse oh i don't take pre-work i don't take caffeine well i bet you know someone who does Mm -hmm. and i'm not going to sit here and say i want all my friends to buy my stuff because i need their money but if you are like whenever i see someone selling something or starting a business it's like I'm gonna pay full price for what yeah. you're offering, and you know, I don't want I don't want the discount because mm-hmm. I understand that that's the best way to support you. Words yeah. are whatever you know, mm-hmm. you know they're just words. Actions are a lot better, and I do believe you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I know that's a common statement thrown around, but this journey can be lonely, um, and I don't necessarily. I'm from Missouri. I'm down here in Florida. I don't really have a circle. I'd say a lot of my closest friends that even I had down here in Florida, I'm not really in that much touch with them. Um, there's been some fallouts just just on a personal note, and it, it can get lonely. But that's c- part of the reason why I built a team, um, so I'm very optimistic about that. But um, it's a, it's definitely I'd say the modern modern day equivalent to uh, the the stereotypical hero's journey you know 
going through the mud, figuring out where you are, who you are, what's important to you, who you want by your side, you know, where your vision lies. And you're going to have to stay true to yourself. You're going to have to stay. But that's a little um, side note about the social interaction aspect. I don't know yeah. even how we got there, to be honest. But we're, <laughs> no, we're going yeah, places. because everyone's surrounded by people. Everyone has people. And, you know, some of those people could be motivating, but some of those people, and they, they may mean you know the very best they may think that they're helping you yeah. by telling you to stop trying to run that stupid supplement company that's going nowhere because yeah. they think they're helping you out but that's that's going to be very hard for you to hear when you're already your supplier already told you he can't do this flavor your llc didn't go through you've got that you know all yeah. these other things on top of the, these people closest to you saying it's a waste of time it's like of course now your brain's like this is a waste of time you know everyone's telling us nothing's going right my way and it's super it's going to be very but effortless the, the for you more, to just the more you do it and the more you learn the more you realize that people just don't get it and you can't be mad at them for not getting it you just can't spend time on anyone else's thoughts you're not you have to, to make hold, sense to the world correct yeah. you are only responsible for holding the vision and opinion on yourself you not anyone else and it can even boil down to like parents and stuff. Look, fortunately, I, my parents are in support as long as I get my degree um, <laughs> of me with my business. They're going to be listening to this. Yeah, yeah, they will. I hope they listen to it because I feel like I'm I'm talking more outside of the business and more kind of just like my mindset on life and yes. where I'm going and how I've gotten here. And I think this is a good outlet to spread that. I'll definitely yes. be reflecting on this podcast, listening to it going forward. But this is a big, big time in our lives. It's pivotal moments. And most people, not most people, but there's a there's a good amount of people that, you know, they're going the traditional route, which is nothing wrong with that. But on that traditional route, they're distracted. They're drinking and they're partying. They're smoking. They're dabbling in drugs or playing video games. Yeah, they'll get their assignments in. They'll turn in, you know. You know, maybe get a high-paying job with a University of Florida degree, but really if they're okay with that that's that's cool but i'm not okay with that and so i'm gonna live my life accordingly mm-hmm. and it, it just it just uh and what everyone wants is different but i i'll go on record here i say i think most people don't know what they want and I, you know i can't t- i i have a vision for my life and where i want to go i can't tell you if that's exactly how it's going to turn out but i try and be very broad with you know loving wife and family and kids and you know a nice place to live i think these things are easily it i don't think that's going to change i don't foresee that changing I think there's constants that people want but the the current trajectory and the life that they're living in consciously choosing to live is not the best step towards those goals that they want i wanted to i wanted to ask you what what motivated you to get this podcast going <laughs> yeah, i think it's about time to? we started asking <laughs> some questions. Well, i know who you listen to to answer your question about why i wanted to create a podcast yeah you know i was very clear from my goals ever since i was a little boy when i decided on pursuing a medical career very early on and so i've always been into sort of self-improvement mm-hmm. and being the best possible version of myself. Mm-hmm. And I think personally that you become a great person when you're able to effortlessly, not even effortlessly, but 
you have this ability to make people around you great as well. Mm-hmm. Are you, is your is your success contagious? Is your energy contagious? Is your enthusiasm contagious? And so one way in which you can become that person, become the best version of yourself, is through experience. You can learn about people's experience by simply talking to them. Mm-hmm. One thing I have taken away in growing my medical career is by talking to different physicians, you learn different things about how to approach different situations. One thing I had to do was also abandon my um, ego and also talk to people on my level. What are my other friends doing? What are they reading? What are they listening to? What experiences have they had? What have they learned from? What have they failed at? And so by listening to people, you can take a lot. I learned a lot about life by simply sitting with old people, sitting with my grandparents, Mm -hmm. even strangers and talking to them. What mindsets do they have now, given that they have, you know, 70 years in, mm-hmm. on this earth? What have people from different cultures, what have they experienced? What have you guys experienced? A lot of the mindsets you guys discuss are the same mindsets that I have. You talk about the loneliness with starting a podcast, and it's very, very lonely. Mm-hmm. And these are things that you take away from talking with people. Mm-hmm. So I have laid upon myself the responsibility of trying to make the world a better place. Yeah. And how can I do that? It's By simply a- sharing a message. It's a big weight to have on your shoulders. It's a big but. weight to have on your shoulders. But like I said, and like you said, right, it's it's almost like a hero's journey. Mm-hmm. In order to, to achieve something that you that you dream so heavily about, you have to do something that you've never done. I'm sure we've all heard that before. You guys have big dreams about starting a, a supplement company that is going to change the lives of many mm-hmm. people. I'm sure in the future, you guys would come up with different endeavors, maybe right, start, right. maybe tailor something Not in that message. It. Yeah, so... I want to I want to touch on that a little bit. Talk about helping the world and that aspect of things because I do think it should be every human's goal to leave the leave the earth a better place than when they joined. And, and it sounds very cliche. No, it sounds, it, it sounds extremely corny and cliche, but it's, but it's, it's true. true. It's true. It's very true. Yeah, and there's a different there's a lot there's a lot of different ways you can help um the world even if you transform one person's life. That's like enough. just start start with one. Start with like one. that's a it's a butterfly effect, mm-hmm. um, and so I wanna I guess we can hit on this part first. Not only do I believe that our product benefits you, but it also gets you going to do a non negotiable thing for your health, which is exercising and working out. Yeah. You know, there's positive correlation with. Muscle mass, grip strength, cardiovascular, um, your VO2 max with longevity and living longer and having a, a healthier life. So if we can give someone a product to get the most out of the gym, which then in turns produces great, great health benefits for their life, we love doing that. And also for anyone that's taken pre-workout or caffeine, I think it's a I think it's a fun supplement. Like there's a reason people take it and like taking it, mm-hmm. and people aren't like. It's not, you're not addicted to it like a drug. Like, it's not like, oh, I can't get up. Like, you're scratching your arm, scratching your neck. Where's my pre-workout? It's like, no, you have to be smart <laughs> about how you take it. You have to have a high-quality pre-workout. You you have to take it at a certain time. Don't take it right before you go to bed. But it does. It enhances your workouts. You're able to get more reps in the tank. You're able to drive more hypertrophy. You're able to get better endurance. Like, these, these supplements are here for a reason. So I want to be very, uh, a lot of the content we have on our website and a lot of stuff going forward is I just want to be super transparent about what's in our product and 
we're constantly with new orders we're trying to improve and trying to optimize we want to have the healthiest supplements that we can and then when you talk about helping the world i think individually if you if we can have a net positive on people's physical health i think that's contagious for mental health i think that can start a butterfly effect but also i do have a vision of a nonprofit which essentially right now i'm still messing with the name and this is in the future rebel foundation for health and fitness education and essentially what i would want that to be and i'm going to come on live on air i'm going to put this on the book here because i do want to make this happen this is a big goal of mine um ideally when rebel gets big enough so that we can feed funds into the nonprofit and actually help it grow and fundraise and all that other stuff but i do want the core principle of this nonprofit is going to be to help underprivileged kids get access to fresh foods, fresh healthy foods. So I'm thinking some way of contracting with local farmers to, to stimulate that economy because a lot of local farmers are getting put out of business. Contract with them to provide people that don't have the resources to get quality of food that everyone on this planet should be entitled to get. So I want them to have proper nutrition and I also want them to have access to fitness equipment, even though you can do a lot of stuff with your body. So, you know, simple pull-up bars, dip bars, even weights and all that stuff. And I want them to be educated on nutrition and working out. So they're armed with the knowledge to not only improve their own health and wellness, but to help others around them. I think that will be contagious. And I think that if I can have a huge impact on the world, it would be leveraging a platform like that Mm. and having people that are able to um, spell out like really hot, you know, really qualified trainers and nutritionists and people that understand and they'd be they'd be able to get behind the vision and help and I think that can be a really positive movement. I'm sure there's people out there that have nonprofits kind of doing the same, trying something along the lines. But I do wanna, I do wanna make that done. What's your timeline on that? Five, ten years. Five, ten years. Five, ten years yeah. because yeah. um, that's good. It's gonna be. Something that we're going to need to not only have enough influence and enough capital to start doing that, but we want to build the brand to be a trusted and reputable name first. Yeah. So that steps. You know, yeah, it's steps, but steps. it's definitely happening. And I'll put it out. I'll put it out in public and I'll tell people about it. And I'm just trying to say it to sound good and be like, oh, he's a good guy. What a guy. No, I'm going to do it. Yeah, it's going to happen. Because I understand how important health and wellness is and it can completely change your life anyone that's gone through a transformation of uh whether through the gym through fitness through health it it completely changes your life your outlook and you you want to help other people do the same because you understand what it did for you but there's people out there that are don't even have access to the resources they wouldn't even know where to start it's not even a concept so um, yeah it's it's a sad thing and i want to I almost want to relate that back to what we were talking about earlier. It's like without, without the, I mean, it boils down to a few bit, few different things. But without the proper headspace and the proper like, at least health and wellness, like there's no way for you to be disciplined to try and prosper in any sort of venture that you might want to take. It's like that's first is getting your get your, your mind, mental mind and body. Yeah, if your you, body, it's right. gonna be hard to get other areas. Yeah, I agree. Other areas of it's. Everything follows from being disciplined, getting your mind and body, your physical and mental health right. What went into building the team to bring this into the world? The team that you're talking to, the team that's pretty much been the team the whole time. But in recent times, when I'm talking within the past two, three weeks, 
I was sitting down, journaling once again. Every good thing that <laughs> happens in my life, like even my girlfriend, I would say they, it stems from journaling. Just like everything, it's a, it's a, I feel like it's a more powerful form of manifestation in a way. Mm. And I'm not trying to be woo-woo. Like I'm going to look <laughs> in the mirror and be like, oh, I'm going to be rich. Oh, I'm going to be rich. Oh. No, it's like you're just writing down, getting your thoughts yeah. down and understanding what you want and getting clarity. Um, and I think that, Anyways, it, it, I relate it back because it, it's how I stemmed upon, you know, we need a team. And how, how, like, what do you mean? You don't have, you guys aren't that big enough. You can't pay salaries. You can't do, well, we haven't paid anything to ourselves and we've invested plenty of money. Why? It's a mindset. We understand we have bigger dreams, bigger visions. We can't be the only ones out there that have these visions and no opportunity. The same way. So I started thinking, like, if someone put the opportunity I'm about to present to students, I would be the first one to apply. So I start thinking, and I start like, okay, I'm gonna try this. This is this is viable. This is definitely a viable plan, and I'm not gonna not try it. So I go, I sit down, I journal. What would be job descriptions? Who would we need to help out with our business right now? Like, what aspects? And so I come up with some. And then I go and I put it in a Google Doc and I came up with uh, some form of social media manager and content marketing team. Um, I say team because it ended up expanding to a team. Some sales position to help build word of mouth market, um, get people aware. Have someone managing TikTok shop, athlete ambassador manager, gets a hold of all that, sending out products, staying in touch with them, their content. You have someone in charge of fraternal relations, someone in charge of customer relations. Um, and these are what I have down on paper and I go into Google Docs, I make it look nice and then I, of course I use ChatGPT, you talked about on your first <laughs> podcast to make it look very prof- professional and organized and then I send out, I uh, craft up a message and I send it to every single platform I have at UF, every group me I'm in um, and I reach out to my teachers to see if I can make announcements. I made an announcement in front of like 400 people in my business writing class. I had my entrepreneurship professor, he put it out on his canvas. Um, Anyways, my mindset going into it was like, if I can get one person similar to the way we think and handle business, that's gonna be a huge win. Well, I got about 20 to 22 applicants, and I say I ended up running around 17 interviews and we ended up with That's a team phenomenal. of 10. And I was very, 11, 11? okay, yeah. 11. And I was very just open about the fact that we're not a big business, therefore we can't compensate like one. So every, you know, all our payment structures and stuff is going, when it comes to compensation, is gonna be out of the form, leveraged out of our margins and our growth. So mm-hmm. the more we grow, the more money everyone will make. But it's not, about the money because we haven't paid ourselves yet it's, it's not about the money it's about the experience the amount of stuff i've learned in this past year and a half building this company has gotten me uh, been a talking point of my resume all my job interviews job offers it all stems from this i'm in co- i've become competent in so many different forms and areas of business because you have to be especially when it's you and another um, guy running it and now we got to the point where we know exactly kind of where we need to do and what we need to do but we only have certain amount of hours in the day so if we're able to, dis- to disseminate our information to competent people that also believe in our vision that also want to gain experience that also we're looking for an opportunity like this like pre-workout like the gym then that would be extremely helpful 
and we'd be able to leverage and exponentially grow because we have people under us that are working with us under the same vision mission and essentially the key to the interviews i had was just being completely honest and then pitching the vision i have and what we've done and what we've built and what we want to build and this isn't a way for us to make money on the side this is a this is a long-term thing we want to grow this into something huge and i think we can and especially now with this team and this also i think you know it doesn't make me it doesn't if anything we're working more now because we're responsible for helping other people but that work input yeah sure we might be working more but that output goes from here to here and it's worth it and also these people we'll, we'll see you know we'll see how it ebbs and flows because people might pivot to regular jobs people might my goal is for everyone that's on the team it's a very ambitious goal within yeah. two years to be able to actually you know live off of it yes and do what they love if they love it and have a career and if they decide to pivot out i want them to have the best resume and i want them to have the best talking points they helped a business grow from here they did this specific bullet points on the resume so they can do whatever they want and they'll be the best applicant for it yeah. um so we'll see how it goes but i, I went in with the mindset yeah. saying if we ended up with one person even if we ended up with nobody at least i tried to put it out there but and we learned it was a very 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 busy week of interviews um it's been great the people have been amazing so far um i think it's also because talking to my mother about this i am the type of person that i want my friends to share a similar vision as i do or else it's not really worth my time hanging out with them call a transactional call what you want mm. i want people that are motivated to grow and improve themselves and the fact that i have people that are also helping do it with the business like these people i don't want to speak too soon but these are the type of people i want in my life yeah I want to be working alongside these people that are helping improve themselves, improve the company, and we're working toward a, a shared vision, a shared goal, and that's who I want to be around. So that's another thing is like it's it's contagious. I've always played sports. I've always I think I'm a natural born leader, um, and this is I feel like this is the avenue to blend everything in one. You know, if I can help these people, help them grow, compensate them well, eventually when we're way bigger but compensate them as best as we can right now you know if someone helps us out with something even though it's not in our agreement we have we'll we'll toss some money we'll they can go DoorDash stuff they can you know we're gonna do the best we can to treat everyone the best we can get them the most competent trained up and it's very exciting it's very exciting I think my one of my goals for this year and I'm also gonna go on the record and say this I want to 10x the business within a year I want instead of putting an order in for 500 tubs, I want to put an order in for 5,000 before 2025. I want to, also I want it to be a common name and I want people to recognize it around the University of Florida. Similar to how people, similar to how people know the name Gatorade, mm. yeah, we're not gonna be that big yet, yet, but I want it to start. I want people talking, I want people to be aware of it, I want people to try the product, I want people to understand we're providing a valuable product. Speaking of which, that, you know the talk is already starting I mean what, yeah. what just happened earlier yeah today? when we were on our way yeah. to the gym there was two dudes at the apartment complex I live at I've never seen them before but we're heading to the gym it's like hey hey yeah we have our shirts on hey are you guys uh you guys 
run that supplement company? My, my buddy was telling me about that. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah, that's us, that's us. And they're like, do you live here? And I'm like, yeah, I live here, I'm in, you know, unit, whatever. And he, he's like, no, I'm, I'm from Marco, but this and that. He's like, yeah, my buddy just got some, and he was telling us about it, and we've heard about you guys before. I'm like, that's awesome. Like, you want to try You want some samples? You want to try out? Try it out for yourself, see how you guys like it? So, you know, exchange contact information, give him some samples, but that was unexpected. Mm-hmm. But I've had little micro events like that, you know, and I try everything. I try to wear my shirt always. Yeah, I try. Always. But I also want all these people that I'm working with, our team, to be wearing shirts as well giving them merch yeah. we're gonna get more merch i want to start selling merch not for big profits at all but just so we can reorder merch to get everyone wearing it and repping it and i want you know it's uh it's exciting it's yeah. very exciting it's a big step it's a big responsibility yeah. and um gonna do the best i can yeah. and we'll see how it plays out we don't you know maybe all 10 stick around and we get more maybe it dwindles down to four or five who knows but that's part of the learning experience again. We're entering a new chapter of learning, a bigger chapter. Um, so we're going to do the best we can to have them trained and informed and helped and guided and just be there for them. So it's a, yeah. it's a unit. And yeah, hopefully, like, you know, with the, with the contagious, with the whole aspect of it being contagious, it's like, you know, we want to bring these people up too. Like we want, we want them... You know, and, and maybe maybe Empowered. not initially. Maybe they got you know they're in the right, they're thinking in the right direction. But now it's like they're they're walking towards that direction. Now. We want to open their mind to what's possible through team and a dream. Yeah, sounds corny again, but we've done it with just the two of us. Mm-hmm. So now if we can see like guys, we did this. Me and him. Now what could we all do? Yeah, like the sky's the limit. If you have a good team, it's over. And if people are competent and they're willing to understand and start thinking differently, because you have to think yeah. differently as an entrepreneur. And yeah, sure, they're technically employees, but being an intrapreneur is very big for a startup. You have, you can't think like a traditional, oh, that's my job, I'm gonna do my job. Like You have to be coming up with ideas. You have to be getting creative. You have to solve problems. It's, there's, it's a, it's a chaotic system, but mm. out of that system comes order. Yes. Um, because each person has the role. I mean, as you yes. guys started off, I bet at first you were doing the calls, making the making the orders, collecting the samples, you know, mm. testing it, marketing it, selling it. But now you have a team where you, you have delegate people. delegate that a little bit more. You can delegate that a little bit more and have people sp- whose specific roles are to do just that. Mm-hmm. And they can be the experts in those Correct. domains. Exactly. Same thing with the exactly. podcast, bro. I record, I do reach out, I record, mm-hmm. I edit, I market, I put it out, mm-hmm. I publish, I analyze all these things. But eventually, as you grow, like you guys you, did. Eventually, you just need to be doing the podcast. I just need to be doing the podcast. And I have give somebody someone a list of who you want to talk to. Who I want to talk to. By this week, I want them to be here yep. and do such and such yep. and such. Exactly. But like you said, bro, it's growth. Now it's lonely. Mm-hmm. And you may see, at first, I know it was lonely for you guys. Mm-hmm. But now it's getting it's still lonely, but you have people around you who are surrounded. I don't by know the if I could have done this sort of business by myself. Mm. I just, I think my mental state would be a lot worse off if I was by myself. 100%. If you didn't have, you know, if I couldn't target Zoom or bounce ideas off each other or mm. figure out certain problems and 
yeah, sure, it's like, yeah, you own it all and everything is on your shoulders, but it's like, you know, it's... it's The the biggest thing is the indecisiveness or, or the... Yeah, the indecisiveness factor of it all because if you're by yourself, you have an unlimited bucket of decisions that you can choose from to make. And anything could be, you know, could look good from, you know, a certain angle. But the biggest thing that makes things easier. Yes, exactly. And the biggest thing that I, I think what it boils down to, and there's certainly more things, but. I think the biggest thing is just that that confirmation you can get on both ends. It's like, yep, let's yeah. do it. Let's execute. And sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's like, yo, what do you think about this? And he's like, uh, no, I don't really know. It's like, dude, I just worked four hours on that. <laughs> but, it, it, you know, it's better for the long-term growth. You have to put the ego aside and just be like, okay, why would this be better? And then I explain it, and you have to have your walls down and be like, okay, I see that. And now with the team, I do want to get the team more involved with certain decisions, yeah. putting stuff out there, especially yeah. when it comes to graphics and designs and stuff or certain feedback. I want people to have, I don't want to micromanage. I want people to be creative. And with that, that's a great responsibility though because they can do nothing all week, bare minimum. And I wouldn't necessarily know besides the fact that we meet with them. But it's it's with great with great power comes great responsibility. And I want to empower these people to do big things but they could do nothing at the same time so it's a trial it's a it's a trial we're gonna do uh we're gonna see how it plays out yeah you mentioned that you know you couldn't do this on your own so i want to ask you guys i've seen i mean throughout this conversation i see how well you guys work together how easily you bounce off ideas off of each other and it seems that you know to get the the business to this point you certainly had to have that chemistry so what went into Daniel finding Aiden and Aiden finding Daniel. How did that work? That goes back to, Two, I think it was sixth, sixth grade, grade history class. Okay. Um, Where it would have been. It was like a, it would, was it sixth yeah, grade? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it was, that's about r- roughly around the time we would have met. But yeah. what it. So I'll tell you from my perspective when we first met, sure. I believe it was yeah. a sixth grade history class. He and mine. I, I'm, like, into survival, like, doomsday preppers, like, bug out bags and stuff and, like, outdoors and stuff. And I'm in um, – I feel like that's a pretty niche thing for a uh, sixth grade sixth grader to, like, like watching The Walking Dead and doomsday yeah. prepping and bunkers and stuff. I was a little weird kid. I'm still weird. But um, I, I see this kid that I've never seen before with the ginormous camo pencil pouch, <laughs> this pencil pouch. And I'm like, I'm going to check this guy out. What's going on here? And he has, like, a screwdriver in there, a bunch of pencils, (laughs) and, like, safety glasses. I'm like, what the? This guy's interesting. But it doesn't really – fast forward, you know, we talked in that class. We would joke around, you know, that that history. They always had, like, these corny, like, funny music videos so we can memorize history. But then – were you going to talk about seventh grade in Spanish? No, really? well, well, no, no, no. I wasn't going to talk about that. I think, I think, I don't think that's too uh, important to the question that he was asking because, yes, we met. You, you saw this weird crap in my pencil pouch, and really it was just kind of laziness on my I think we were working on like making like an IKEA something, and I had to bring my backpack to my dad's work site, and I just left a bunch of crap in there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I'm like 99% sure. But I wanted to answer your question more directly. It's like the moment, the moment our brains kind of clicked. 
I know exactly what you're gonna say. And I think that was seventh grade my mind when we're walking home from home. Mod Pizza after going to Lifetime. We used to sit at Lifetime for like five hours. <laughs> and we'd go, we'd work yeah. out, we'd sit in the hot tub, we'd go into sauna, we'd go outside, and then we'd go to Lion's Choice or Mod. And we walk. It's like two and a half mile walk. It's all right, decent walk, three mile walk, something. Probably around three. And we're walking hours. home, and I feel like. Well, the, we just, vi- the, the, the vibes are right, though. Like, the sun's kind of setting, and so we're just, you know, how your curiosity starts peaking those yeah. evening hours and stuff. So. Basically, if I could tell you what, we both kind of gained consciousness at the same time. It was the most, <laughs> we were like, do we actually go up there when we die? Are babies actually a thing before the, like like the huge like existential crisis <laughs> like yeah. like you're starting to like really be like what is life like what is uh-huh. everything is it like what is our purpose and mm. we had that moment at the same time on this walk back and we kept going and bouncing stuff off each other like no you think that too and I, <laughs> and it was just like it was insane. And it, it was, feels like it just happened yesterday. It yeah. really does. I vividly mm-hmm. remember that. It's like, we could die at any moment. We got like, we, it was stuff kids don't ever think about because kids yeah. are just being kids. And it's like that moment where you're really... Like, like someone like took the veils of yeah. reality yeah, and was no, like, no. Take, a, take, a, take a look. Yeah. And we're like, oh, what the heck? Oh, no. It's just like yeah. crazy <laughs> stuff though. Like we yeah. were actually for the first time questioning Question. things that... We've just been born and raised to believe uh, are how they are, but gaining that consciousness to understand that, okay, a lot of things in life are not as they seem. But why? Why has no one told us that? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's it's kind of the what we were talking through together and we were talking about everything. We were talking about major religion. We were talking I about... Think, I think to... to piggyback on you <laughs> is uh no pun intended but it's it's why has no one told us that? i think there's a lot of people that progress further and further in life they get older and older and they i it's not just come from like um like a we know everything we, we, we we're above you but it's like a people don't ask themselves these important questions people a lot of people blindly accept everything and they don't really try and dig any deeper as to why is this what it is why is that the way you, you know what i'm yeah. trying to say it's why like, is the world the way it is and how does everything work and a lot of people why don't we do not cha- we do not challenge our own beliefs no, no. Yeah. we do not it was like a kind of little awakening where you're like what am i like is this a voice in my head is this just a meat flesh vehicle that i'm in like why are we here like what's our purpose are we like were we were we somewhere else before? Are we going somewhere after? It's a mixture of gaining consciousness, having an awakening, an existential crisis, questioning things we've never questioned before. And we had that on a three mile walk back to my house. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, like, yeah. it was like your mind <laughs> blew up. It was like, it's like a whole new world. So yeah, I guess that was, was it was crazy. it was it yeah was like, it was. It was almost like emotional. It's just like I, I, I was it, very overstimulating man, and yeah. just like. And this was at what age? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. So we're Twelve. Twelve years old. Yeah. 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 And wow. someone put something in the mod pizza. Now that I think about it. I mean, cer- certainly led to this. You know, certainly led to. But to yeah. everything good that yeah. has happened with you guys, you know, I'm sure, well, I'm sure that a, a lot of people will call this, 
this story. I mean, I was telling Aiden the other day that 12K Instagram followers is absolutely insane. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of people will call it luck. Pretty much every single person that we've encountered and we've spoken any word about Rebel, they yeah. look us up. Immediately follow They look at, yeah. Immediately, yeah. We'll, we'll have them follow up. Um, and we, I mean, we just gain followers randomly. I have people talking, like, oh, yeah. let me look this up. So uh, that's a... That's a good. It's a it's a good place that we're at, and it. I think that the online space, more specifically, like especially with this team now, mm-hmm. I don't think we've talked about this on on this podcast yet. But everything thus far, for the most part, the most of the heavy lifting for our revenue has come from that in person grind, elbow putting grease, in that yeah. elbow grease. You know, waiting Moving those long product, hours. giving yeah. the best. I mean, we know our stuff works. We want people to taste it and try it before their lift, and that's how we've been able to put in a new order because we're out there. We're putting in the the hard work, but now we've kind of established that community of people that know our stuff's good already. We have testimonial videos, we have, and now we want to start because the online space, e-commerce, I mean, every brand doing what we're doing, it's just a lot of it. A lot of them are master marketers because their product is horrible. Mm. Like their product's not good. They just know how to market. Make a good product and you market itself. Exactly, it'll market itself but it just makes it all that easier because our product sells itself. Mm. Um, people are just comfortable with these big names in the in the supplement industry, especially for pre-workout, but it just, we're, that's how we're breaking it's, in. We're breaking yeah. in by providing as much value as we can. We That's why we started the company because we were tired of overpaying for mid-formulas. We're trying to provide as much value to people as we can and yeah. we believe in our product so much that here, just try some. Like there, there's no, you know, we don't have to try and sell it to you before you try some and mm-hmm. we're trying to sell, no, like try yeah, free like, samples. We are trying to maximize the workout performance of people that are been in the gym, been grinding, take pre-workout. They want something that works and not just works, works well and is the best. There's certainly a lot of people who want to be in the position that you are right now. You had an idea and now you have a product and now you're working on improving that product and marketing to more people than you have ever done before. So what do you have? What tips do you have? What advice do you have for, you know, entrepreneurs, new entrepreneurs or anyone in general who is just trying to Action. actualize their dreams? Action. And then, yeah, that, well, that's Action. all I was going to say. Literally, just take it, the first steps and keep going. And you'll yeah. you'll you'll end up in the right direction at some point, and if not, you'll end up doing something different, and you'll know what you don't want to do, which is just as valuable as knowing what you do want to do. You know, just start it, because yeah. so many people get caught up. Okay, I need to do this. They're planning out something that they'll this never has to take. Be right. This yeah, has to be right. They'll never this take action right. on. And a um, newsflash: a lot of the stuff you plan is not going to go according to plan. You have to it's adapt on the fly. Yeah. Never. Um, so it's just just do it. Yes. Another cliche, Nike. Nike slogan, just, just do, do it. it. Literally, just take action. Do. It's it's true. You just yeah. have to start. It yeah. You that's the main thing is people fail to just simply execute. They're always like, ah, I'll get around to starting a business. Five years later, passes like, yeah, I'm probably gonna do it soon. I, I'm still saving up a little bit of money. Who cares if you lose money? Life's about losing money. You can't gain. You can't. That's how you pay for knowledge is by losing money. It's it's all about learning. It's it's compost. It's being able to. Uh, that's another thing my entrepreneur professor says that stuck with me is failure is compost. You know, it's all learning. You got to refrain how you you want to welcome 
failing. Of course, you want to try to succeed. Yes. But if you fail, you learn. And off that could be the most valuable, you know, a beautiful flower, the most valuable growth moments in your business. You cover more territory from failing than finishing the race first. Correct. Exactly. Aiden, Daniel, I mean, you guys are definitely people that I would want to be around a lot more. Your mindsets are very inspirational. Even during the scheduling of this podcast, we talked about Likewise. how quick and efficient and yeah. intentional and enthusiastic it was. I know you guys, this company was an idea at first and now it's an actual product that is sitting before me. You know, there are two containers sitting before me with pre-workout in them. And I know that there are customers that also have these in their homes. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the trajectory that you guys are on is something that is definitely phenomenal. I know you guys will go to great places. Everything that we've talked about during this podcast is something that anyone, anywhere in any field can take away and implement into their lives to make it better. So with this, guys, I wish you all the best. I know that the company is going to reach phenomenal heights. Thank you for being on the podcast. Oh, thank, thank you, you so yeah, thank us. you so yeah. much for having us. I already can tell just by the work you've been doing. Um, and how your first podcast came out. Like I listen to the top charts podcast, like professional podcast teams and crews, and yours sounded no difference and no different from them. And I was very, I was very shocked. I'm really excited to see where we both are in a year, yes. in two years, yes. in three years, because yeah. I think you have a natural talent for this. I really appreciate you having us on. I think mm -hmm. this is going to be a great piece of content. I can't wait to share it with friends and family. Appreciate you for having us on and oh, thanks, there's more to come.